forever. Dog. Warning. The following live podcast is hosted by three men nursing severe abracadabar hangovers. One of us was nearly too depressed to perform tonight, having lost his Mickey hat on Guardian's Cosmic Rewind. That's true. During the show, one of the hosts may start floating Yogi Bear style towards the aromas wafting from Gideon's Bakery. And now, just down the road from the world's largest McDonald's, it's Podcast That Ride Live! Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, so psyched to see everybody. Welcome to Podcast The Ride Live. Thank you. Hosted by three guys who are thrilled to be here, but also need to wrap it up quick so we can wake up at 7 a.m. for the Tron virtual queue. Maybe some of you guys, too. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> I'll make, I will soon check my app to make sure my name is in there, which is Scott Gardner. Hi. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is in my app as well, and it's Mike Carlson. Thank you. Tap it applause. That's okay. And my name is not in the app. I'm having a lot of difficulties, but I am Jason Sheridan. <laughs> Here, let's have a seat. Let's settle in. There's a lot going Ooh. on. Uh, there, I think we've got some fun surprises for you. How's everybody feeling at the late show here? Wow. You know, I did the check in the first show, but why not do it? Disney people, Disney cast members. Do we got them? Great. Universal people. Do we have universal people? Uh... What do you call that? Are you minions? Are you minion? What are you? Team members, team right? Team members. Yeah. Welcome, team members. Um, and, well, here's a round of applause, and this should be everybody. Who's excited to be at Icon Park on iDrive? Icon Park fans. <laughs> this is uh, the most PTR-ass place that we've ever done a show. I, yeah. I can't believe it. We, we did one right before this. At some point in the window, a little train passed by. So there's a lot for, of entertainment for us. I like mm, that. That's true. Um, I, other stuff, we're doing this like in the shadow, for listeners who haven't been to this place, we're doing it in the shadow of a giant Ferris wheel. That is right behind. Oh, people hit it up before or after. Let's all do it. Let's all go right after. Um, we are really, really near a, uh, a Madame Tussauds, <laughs> like, steps away. Like, if we all just, like, it's less than 100 feet, right? We, we could all encounter a wax bad bunny. <laughs> 
I wish, I wish I could say that was one of our guests uh, uh, this evening. We are not going to wheel in a wax bad bunny. Um, we love Icon Park. We're excited to be in Icon Park. Um, but we didn't come to Orlando just to be in Icon Park. Uh, uh, no. We, of course, had equally stupid places to visit. We didn't even, of course we wanted to come here, but it was kind of out of our hands. There was something that we had to do, something that we, a mission that we were given, if you will. It was yeah. out of our hands. It was out of our control. And uh, we feel the weight of it now. It's been a tough week. It's been a busy week. And uh, the only person, I think, who can fully explain what exactly this mission entails is Mike Carlson. Okay. Um, I just want to get this perfectly correct. We are here for a daily, extremely necessary series. Exploring the stores, restaurants, chocolate emporiums. And, and wonderful magic that makes up Universal City Walk Orlando. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. This is the announcement right here. And we've even been issued the name. From on high, we've been given the name. What is the name? The City Walk Orlando Saga. The Multiverse of Madness. Wow. <laughs> wow. It has been said this is our big uh, Marvel Hall H or whatever the hall is. It's Hall H. It's Hall H. It's Hall H. Well, no, I know that, but where do they do announcements like at D23 or if they're at the Contemporary? What's the other D23, the one is here? Is there a hall D? Destination, Destination D. D. Um, do they do anything for that? Is it, is it the Hall D? What is There's it? There's a Hall D23 at D23, right? Am I wrong? Um, there were a few people talking. You know what? Ultimately, who cares? What we're about to do... <laughs> is going to be better than any Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> Even the ones that were better 10 years ago, remember? It's going to be better than all of them. We're so excited. Our, our first daily mall-oriented series in a long time. Uh, we have... You would be shocked how little time we have spent in theme parks since we got here on Monday. Uh, we have to go drink slushy drinks. We have to have desserts with desserts on top of those and desserts on top of those. It simply must be done. Yes. How are you guys holding up? Uh, well, you know, I think I said in the first show, the first few days, I was like, wow, it's really leisurely here at uh, City Walk Orlando. And then um, yesterday kind of rocked all our shit, like kind of cleaned our clock. And coincidentally, it was also the day that Universal Florida, like half the park was down and we were greeted by announcements at the front. I have never heard anything like this, saying, like, Universal Hard uh, Florida is experiencing a number of technical difficulties. If you have a multi-part pass, why not start your day at Islands of Adventure? <laughs> and it's like, oh, I've never heard a suggestion of, like, perhaps you would have more fun if you went next door. <laughs> Go away. Welcome, everyone. Now, unwelcome. <laughs> Don't come in. 
Yeah, that set the tone. It set the tone. But you know what? It, you know it was good because it helped us focus. It helped us focus and go have one of the worst lunches we've ever had in our lives. A and I'm, I'm not going to reveal the place We're where. Not, you're it, it is surprising, but ha- at least half the table was like hand in heads, bent over, like, oh no. And it only got worse from there. The night ended with me cackling Joker-esque to myself. I was at a little bar where the bartender asked me, do you need some water? In a way where he seemed really worried. <laughs> But we're not going to reveal all of this yet. The official, here's the, the, the timeline so the listeners hear it too. Here's what we're committing to. Q1 2024. Uh, this series will be released. We can't wait to do it. And it's been such a blast being here and doing it and meeting a lot of great uh, Orlando folks. And look, we're crazy, but we're not that crazy. We had to slot in some time for some other stuff, uh, yes. which, is, uh, uh, which is the topic of tonight's show. You know... We could do one of these fly-by-night new attractions that everyone is a buzz about. One of these trendy things that people are interested right now. But yeah. will they be in decades? Who knows? These fancy coasters and what have you. Actually, wait. So the hat. Um, I lost my hat on the Guardians coaster two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'll probably retell this whenever we talk about it on an episode. But the Well, you're not one to retell stories. <laughs> Well, but when the stories are so good, you have to repeat them. Uh, I lost my hat. I was wearing it. I forgot I was wearing it. And then the employee was like, I go, oh, sorry, I lost my hat on the ride. Like, how do I, like, see if somebody can find it? And he goes, uh, did they tell you to take it off? And I go, oh, I, I didn't, if they did, I didn't hear it. Or, like, I, I just kind of forgot I was wearing it or whatever. Well, they probably told you to take it off. <laughs> I go, yeah, maybe, I don't know. And he goes, and he like a big sigh. And I go, I'm, I'm not mad, I'm not yelling at you about it. And he goes, mm. Well, maybe, like, I don't even remember how it resolved. He was just like, oh, maybe they'll find it, I don't know. And then I found somebody else, and they go, oh, just go to Lost and Found. <laughs> So kind of a come down from an incredibly exciting roller coaster with great music into a uh, harsh customer service interaction. He was mad at me. <laughs> it did not result in you getting your hat. He made then, me feel, yes. At that point, what has happened since, Mike? I got an email. They found the hat. <laughs> so I'm going to Disney Springs tomorrow. To yeah. pick up my hat. Wow. Yes. That hat. Get that hat. Get that hat. Get that hat. Get that hat. And here's the thing, and somebody, this, somebody pointed this out to me, and, and I'll talk about it later. That hat now has sort of had like a walk-off on a ride. So now that I'm going to be wearing the hat going forward, I will know... This hat has been in the bowels of Guardian's coaster, which is pretty sweet. Will I share that with any normal human? We'll see. This hat touched a floor. (laughs) Ah, but what a floor. Yes, no ordinary floor. A special floor. Um, So, uh, what are we talking about? What is tonight's entertainment? 
Um, it's what we're talking about is a tradition. It is an Epcot tradition. It is a tradition that is that we've never covered on the show. Yeah. Uh, it is very special. It is very rare. It only runs for <laughs> one third out of the entire year, every year. Uh, it appeals to our love of treats, uh, our love of adult libations. <laughs> Uh, and what we are talking about this evening is the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Yeah! I heard a good yeah from the audience. Which we have now been to twice. It was going when we were here in 2019, too. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, and two years ago uh, for a bachelor party. I'm representing uh, the bachelor party right now. Cool bachelor party Epcot retro shirt. Um... I, uh, yeah, I love it. I'm getting addicted. It's got to be at least every, every two years. Uh, mm. I, I have to leave my young son to go drink wine in a fake Morocco. <laughs> I absolutely must. Um, it's been a tradition since 1996. Um, and that's the only fact I know about it. Uh, it's the research over the end. Um, but here's one thing. You don't have to research to know this. The best way to do the Epcot Food and Wine Festival is to get a big group together. You know, you want a big, rowdy, hard-drinking, hard-snacking crew, yeah. right? Uh, and we got the three of us. That's something. That's a start. But we had to grow it from there. And luckily, we did grow it from there. Uh, of course, Jason's girlfriend, Jane, is here. Give it up for Jane. Where's Jane? Yeah. Here. Happy Jane Claire was with us. Uh, we made new friends as we went. Uh, uh, Taylor, is Taylor? Hey, Taylor, great to meet you, Taylor. Kevin, where's Kevin from? Uh, yeah, yeah, hey, good to see you. Thanks for making it. Kevin from Telethon, who loves Epcot and Tomorrowland Music Loops as much as I do. Um, so, we're, you know, we're meeting people, we're making new friends, but we still, we wanted more. Well, we thought, is there, is there somebody who we really love who's been on the show before who could join our big Epcot drinking posse, and we started running through friends of the show who live in the Orlando area. Uh, Matt Cardona, the wrestler, we discussed. <laughs> who helped us find this venue, who brought us to Tin Roof. Thank you, Matt. Tin Roof. Hashtag thank you, Matt. Uh, where's Matt? Matt is wrestling in Japan tonight. Shoot, shoot. Um, we thought of podcaster and founder of theme park planning site, touring plans, the great Len Testa. That is someone we checked in with. He's in the area. Uh, why can't Len Testa be here? He's also wrestling in Japan. <laughs> Damn. I'm just, Jake, I'm just kidding. He's, uh, he's giving some sort of a theme park-based talk at MIT with Jim Hill. Wow. Eh, MIT, tin roof. MIT, tin roof. I think we're having some fun, right? Uh, um, so uh, we're distraught. We don't know what to do. And luckily, a friend of the show stepped up and said, well, I'm in the area. And by that, I mean the East Coast of America. It is, I'm practically next door in New York City. I will pop down. It, you know, that's the kind of baller move that makes you want to bump a guy up from being just an accidental PTR legend. Ladies and gentlemen, from Blake Check, it's Griffin Newman.
I really appreciate you guys uh, introducing me with the names of guests who would have been more excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good anticlimactic no. windup. No, no, we built it up for distance-wise. You traveled yeah. the nation to be here. We were, it's so exciting. We were just saying you didn't have anything going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's <laughs> not booking? Griffin, I guess none of us have been. You either just got to become a data scientist or enter the squared circle and just start getting <laughs> tossed around a little, you know? I've always been stuck between those two poles, hard science and physical <laughs> competition. Yeah. And I exist in this weird nebulous uh, middle space. Well, we'll help you out. I'll hit you with a chair in the back when we're wrapping up. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how much uh, it's, it's going to continue to be relitigated across the show or if I should just butt in with my Rashomon perspective now. Uh -oh. But uh, Mike and I were sharing a row at Cosmic Rewind. Yes. Oh, no, add your perspective for sure. Okay. You have an interesting one. So when he stepped off the ride and said, hey, I'm sorry, my hat flew off. Do people, do they collect objects? His line was, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Did someone tell you to take your hat off? Like he said it with that scolding energy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To which Mike said, no, I don't think anyone did. And when that conversation's done, he walks over to me and says, I'm not wrong, right? They didn't tell us to take our hats off because I was wearing a hat. And I said, Mike, a woman leaned over to me very quietly, not a secret, but just mm. it wasn't a big, serious pronouncement, and said, you may want <laughs> to hold onto your hat, which is very different from you must take your hat off. Yeah. Indeed. And to just rewind a little further, Cosmic Rewind a little further, <laughs> the ride starts, we're launched, 10 seconds in, everyone else is screaming, and I just hear Mike go, well, I lost my hat. <laughs> and I look over, and he's just full speed going. And then I, at that moment, the words rung in my head. I held onto my hat for the rest of the ride, and I made it through. Okay. So because I lost my hat, did you give an extra like tug or the grab bravery your hat? of your hat saved my hat? All right. Wow. Let's yeah. all thank his hat. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you, hat. Thank the hat. Thank the hat. Hashtag um, thank I, you, hat. I put my hat in the little pouch. <laughs> like a good boy. Like does. a good boy, and it came yes. back safe and sound. Um, so we, it's also nice to know. I mean, it's clearly from you being here and for the listener that you did not then also lose your Mickey ears. And the ears, there's something specific. A character I haven't seen on merchandise before. A character that one could say has been almost willfully under merchandise. <laughs> As if despite someone who actively wants merch very badly. These are part of the Disney 100 celebration in which they're doing a lot of merch from the different eras of the Disney company. Some of the most beloved films. Films that have perfect Rotten Tomatoes scores and definitely have lasting permanence on the culture. And they put out a series of co uh, commemorative ears, including uh, this pair of Pip the Chipmunk. Pip the Chipmunk. They are As technically voiced. 
technically ears from enchanted and not disenchanted, mm. but let's all agree to not think about that. <laughs> you know, if uh, Pip had, uh, I know some of those Epcot wine glasses are a little bit small. They're kind of mm. sample size, sure. but it'd be a lot for him. If Pip got drunk on a bunch of Chardonnay, what do you think he'd say? Uh, Jumping jelly beans, I'm sloshed. <laughs> Love that. He didn't know Pip would be a guest tonight. Um, Well, so, you know, we got a crew now. We got a good crew for drinking around the world. We got friends. We got uh, chipmunks. Um, The crew is is built up. Can I say it? Uh Uh-huh. I don't want to be self-deprecating here on stage. I don't want to bring the mood down. I'm a guest. You brought me out. Polite applause. Perfunctory Mm. applause. I'm not a special guest. You know, I've been on the show before. <laughs> hmm. I was here on the early show. <laughs> Me joining the crew, is not, it's not breaking news. It's <laughs> not anything that's going to move the needle, right? <laughs> this, is too, this is far too much. This, this, how, no, how Scott, could, hear him out. <laughs> no, it's just Scott. What else don't Scott, you like about I'm yourself? What I'm saying is, I think it's a bummer that we have here an empty chair and a mic that's going to go unused and I'm the best guest that will come out tonight, and that sucks for everyone in the crowd, and I'm sorry. I apologize. You're right, so let's start in India. Uh, We had some samosas, and we, no, 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 Griffin, I have a plan. We have a plan. We kept going. We had to flesh out this Epcot drinking crew correctly. Uh, We wanted to, okay, we're thinking only people who've been on the show before. Is there somebody who hasn't been on the show? Somebody who can bring some true Orlando flavor? Somebody who loves Epcot and the food and wine fest? Maybe if we reached out to this person cold, he might join us. And now I turn to Mike to tell you who that person is. So I thought about it. Like, who, who, like who would be an expert at this? Who does this and, and maybe documents it and shows things? And I said, well, maybe I have an idea. And I reached out and I said, uh, sir, would you be interested in coming on the podcast when we're going to be in Orlando? And it was one of the most magical moments. I remember I showed it to the family. I was with my family because we watch his videos. And he said, yes. He was with us at Epcot and he's here tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, from the YouTube channel, Paging Mr. Morrow. We just call him Nate. Center. We got you the center. Nate, hello. Hello. Hi. Wow. <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Podcast The Ride. It's so great to see you here. Jeez, oh, finally. I'm excited. <laughs> so, yeah, if, you, if you're not familiar with Nate, he does a, a channel where he goes around to the parks, Disney parks, but now he, lately he's been going to England. He's been going to Comic-Cons. His channel is one of my favorite TV shows, I guess. It's like The wow. Sopranos, uh, Breaking Bad, and then... Paging Mr. Paging Morrow. Paging Mr. Morrow, yeah. Um, and yeah, we've been talking about him on the show here and there. Um, and it's just like, 
you, your videos are so nice and pleasant, and you take us through places we wish we could go more often, like Polynesian Resort, Epcot Center, uh, and then you'll go to Disney Springs and show us the new cookie at Gideon's. And as I was telling you backstage, when I see a thumbnail when you've got the new cookie, I go, we're watching this now. I put that up on the screen, I make my whole family watch it, and they're like, oh, that does seem like a good cookie. Um, so thank you for being here. We're very excited. I'm excited. I've never done a live uh, podcast before. Well, yeah. I actually think I've only done like five podcasts in my life. Yeah. So yeah. You were telling, yeah, you were telling me that you've you've done you did a podcast hosted by professional wrestler Devon Dudley. I did. Yeah, <laughs> I did uh, Devon Dudley's podcast. Yeah, which yeah. I was like, I didn't know he had a podcast. <laughs> yeah. But this is my intersection of like you and one of my favorite wrestlers when, you, when I was a child. So I haven't watched it yet because we've been doing so much City Walk. But I will, <laughs> I will get to it, and I will watch it faster than I will pr- uh, promise to watch Yellowstone. And similar to uh, what Devon became known for, we will put Griffin through a table at the end of this show. <laughs> That's right. Hit by a chair, thrown through a table. Mm-hmm. So, um, you've also been, like, I'm almost like, as we're heading here, like, he, wait, he's going to uh, uh, deign to do our little thing? You're hanging out with superstars. You're hanging out with Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul. Yes. Oh, at yeah. Epcot. <laughs> any of you guys, people saw this video? Um, uh, can you can you explain how that came together? This is a bizarre oh, thing. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was close. Cool. It, uh, it was two weeks ago. We were at uh, La Cava inside Epcot, of course, and uh, we were going to an event later on that night where Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston were like doing like a tequila tour. And, yeah, because they have uh, they their own tequila. To, yeah, they were going to Frontera Cocina in Disney Springs, and then. They had like other stops like Waldorf Astoria, and uh, we were like, oh, let's go to Epcot. I started my day. I wanted to go check Moana, then we went to La Cava, me and my friend, Sean, and uh, I was like, I bet you they would come here. Like, if I was somebody, I would want to go. Like, if if you're a tequila company, you got to go to La Cava at Epcot in Mexico, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, they just randomly showed up, and it was all like just regular people there. Like, it was like no special event. They just came in and just started making drinks for everyone, and like it was great, and uh, <laughs> we became friends. <laughs> like it was, it was insane. Like we were talking, and uh, yeah, and uh, oh, my friend Sean, he uh, he was like, oh, he told uh, Aaron Paul, he's like, what have you done at Epcot? And he's like, nothing. I just walked in here, and he's never done anything at Epcot. And uh, he was like, what do I do? And uh, he was like, Guardians. And uh, we're like, yeah, you got to do Guardians. So. Uh, Somehow we ended up like going on Guardians with them. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Jeez, wow. Uh, um, here, now, cynical me, I'm thinking, well, this must be some planned photo op situation rather than what actually happened, which is a organic theme park friendship brewing, <laughs> leading to then a like a, a mass roller coaster ride. Yeah. Uh, with great cool actors. This is great. You, I think you. We we got to hang out with Nate for a couple hours. And there, you do, there's some pixie dust trailing off you, I think, in the parks. I feel like, because like, everybody, you get stopped so often, so much more often than we do. Much more often than we do. Uh, um, and besides that, then you just, if it's not people recognizing you from videos, it's your friends. You're just yeah. like, you're the, you're, I hate to say it, Jason, you're the mayor. I think you're the mayor of Disney World. 
Oh, that's okay. Hey, yesterday I met the mayor of Port of Entry at Islands, and she wished me well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nate, can I ask you a question? Uh, speaking of all the friends uh, you make every step you take in the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, Cranston and Paul, uh, I, think, I think their celebrity tequila has been very popular. Yeah. It seems to have been a successful launch. It's a growing sector of the industry, these celebrity tequilas. Uh, many people think the trend was really kickstarted by Casamigos. Have you heard the story of George Clooney and the briefcases? No. Mike, do you know this story? Well, I do know the story, but I think it would be better if Jason told it. Oh, Jason, well, do you know this story? Well, if you want to help me out, we can story. All right, I'll help you out. I'll chime in. I'll chime in. Uh, uh, so, I've seen this like the Dudley Boys. George Clooney and Randy Gerber. And Randy Gerber is spelled with uh, an E at the end, not a Y. A husband of Cindy Crawford, father of Kaya Gerber. Okay. Star of Bottoms. And they're friends. And they just sort of were hanging out in Mexico one day, and they created... Scott's chugging his beer while I'm telling this. For fun, the way they you do when you're hanging out. They created tequila yeah. for fun, yeah. and they weren't expecting to market it. Uh, uh, and then one day... All right, long story I short... I don't ever do that. <laughs> Probably a mistake. Oh, yeah. You got to resort to something. Anyway, continue, and you know, fellas. If, if you're drinking Casamigos, you actually want to do the opposite. You want to sip on it because it's very smooth, you know. <laughs> it's a sip and liquor. Long story short, they sold the company, and George got all his friends together, and he put a briefcase on the table in front of each of them. Some of his oldest friends, friends who aren't movie stars. Guys he goes way back with. Regular people and production people, you yeah. know? People who knew him early on in the rough years, yeah. you know? And Lowly execs and directors and sort of, yeah, common folks. So each briefcase contained a million dollars. And he said, this is for all of you for sticking with me over all these years. And he said, you all have to take it. If one of you says no, then nobody gets it. And also taxes have been paid, so don't worry about that. <laughs> and they all took it. And they all took it. And he, hel- he helped out his buddies. And, and the reason everyone is reacting like this is because Scott feels we tell this story too often on the show. <laughs> well, yeah, it, yeah if, if, now that you've heard that story, do you think that that should be told in full in, you know, 18 episodes of a podcast? Does that seem uh, uh, valid? I feel like I'm going to tell this story to somebody else. <laughs> like, I, 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 like, like, it sounds yeah, like I, it was I, a pretty really, good story. It's then, a pretty you know? good story. Yeah. Much yeah. in the way that Casamigos is best sipped slowly, that story lingers the more time you spend with it. It <laughs> grows. Sl- swishes around like a, a glass, tequila. the glass that is the podcast. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. Goodbye. Goodbye. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. Uh, um, Let me tell you one more thing, Nate. I am also, I'm a little like nervous that you're here in a way. And I'll tell you why. And I think Jason should be too. Because I think 
that Mike would drop kick us in a second to have you as his new co-host on Podcast The Ride. Mm-hmm. I think this could be the moment where this, the change-out happens. This mm-hmm. might be a Machiavellian scheme in play. I'm a, li- I'm a little worried, but I don't know. I might be reading into that too much. Oh, well, no, no, I don't think so. I, I'm, I'm scared now. I don't even know what to say. I'm like, <laughs> I think you're good. <laughs> you think I'm safe? Can I calm down? Okay, okay, I'll let that anxiety go. As, as my chug beer kicks in, well, I think I'll stop worrying about it. Well, that's great, because I really don't want to go back to riding the rails with a bindle. <laughs> you're safe for now, but okay. in the future, if both of you have some opinions I don't care for about... Uh, a new Aerosmith song or an old Aerosmith song, then maybe I will reconsider. Uh, uh, but for now, I think the, the core three, the holy trinity, as I call it, uh, are safe for now. Yeah, safe. I'm sad that you didn't get to ride Aerosmith the other night. You didn't? Um, no, you didn't. Oh, yeah. Did, oh, you're yeah. sad for Mike. Yeah, the yeah. timing didn't quite work out. Mike was hoping for a last-minute jaunt to see the bad boys from Boston themselves. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen on this trip, sadly. But instead, you had to hang out with the old and new friends. Yes, well, that was... We we hung out at Abracadabra Bar, which is pretty good. Very good, I would say. That was... And we went to... And we went to Jelly Rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still sad... There were no bare naked ladies. We put in. <laughs> we were it? trying to get. You saw, <laughs> we were trying to get someone on the piano to play a bare naked ladies song. Yeah. Mike, say what was written on the napkin. What was it? Did Kevin write it? Kevin. I think. Wait. I think I know. You texted me about that. It was any bare naked ladies song besides one week. <laughs> right. Trying yeah. for deep cuts. Trying for deep cuts. You were yeah. looking for if I had a million dollars. That would have been fine. That would have been good. Yeah, I would have, yeah that would have been yeah. cool. But, yeah, um, well, I know that. That must have been hard for you to be at a dueling piano bar and not hear Bare Naked Ladies because, you know, it had been two entire nights since we were at a different dueling piano bar <laughs> and heard Bare Naked Ladies. Where the same, where it was one week and then Mike said, Deeper! Rarer, and they did it. That's a little City Walk Saga preview. Uh, yeah, well, I, that's I, a Pat O'Brien's thing. I would we'll love to, to finish that story, but you're gonna have to wait for the episode. Boys, boys, not now. <laughs> Save it. Uh, um, yeah. Well, you know why not? I like you know. Look, we'll jump around. That was where the night ended, food and wine wise. But what a good capper to go to the magic themed bar at the. Mm-hmm at the Boardwalk Hotel, and then uh, uh, go to the Stooling Piano Bar, where, admittedly, after all day drinking around the world and a bunch of Magic-themed drinks, then I walked up to that door and heard a very loud version of American Girl on piano. And I heard someone say, $20, please. And I said, good night, everybody. And I went and, and instead stared wistfully at the swan and dolphin. <laughs> I leave and go do it right now. Now that beer's kicking in. Sorry, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> now, when I hear what one might call even an obnoxious version of American Girl, I have the opposite reaction. I need to hang out here. 
and you that's sprint. what I did. You sprint in that direction, mm-hmm. as all of you did, as Griffin did. And then what happened? Did. <laughs> Everyone followed me except Scott. <laughs> and I feel like there was a moment when you were like, what the fuck? What are what? you all doing? No, no! <laughs> so we're, we're walking down the boardwalk. I think the night is over. We're just going to let Mike go to Jelly Roll alone. And you say, I really don't want to do this. And I go, Scott, I agree. Every step I get closer to Jelly Roll, the louder the speakers are, the less I want to go inside. Yes. I'm with you. You understood? Let's order a lift. And then American Girl kicked in, and I went, smell you later, motherfucker. <laughs> Siren song, I'm in. So we, we did. kept texting you at every song that played to try to convince you that you were missing out on something. I sent you a text and I said, Scott, this place fucking rocks. <laughs> rocks, all caps. You said, I'm thrilled with my choice. Thrilled. I said, Scott, they're performing the I'm Just Ken song now. You said, I've never been more confident in a decision. Number one, this. Number two, marrying Aaron. (laughs) And and, uh, just... (laughs) I threw my wife under the bus. I'm my wife taking care of my son. I'm sorry, Aaron. I miss you so much. And I've never missed you more than being outside of that dueling piano bar right then. Your next text was a photo of your hand holding a $20 bill. (laughs) And you said, just admiring this $20 I still have. I still got it. I still got it, I think. I didn't spend it on anything. We did get free popcorn, though. You missed out on the popcorn. Nate, no. And it was a little like, uh, was there a little, you said there was some uh, like sriracha in it? Buffalo, yeah, they put buffalo sauce in the popcorn. Uh, And it's free. It's not even normal popcorn. You got a kick up. All right, a little little jealousy brewing now. And just some perspective, I was in bed and I went, (laughs) what are all these text messages I'm getting? (laughs) What is going on? What is this $20 bill? (laughs) Well, the last two were... Mike texts, they're doing Can You Picture That from the Muppet movie, and Griffin is going wild. (laughs) Which I was. Which I was. Not alive. But you put a request in. What was your request? My request was Paradise by the Dashboard Light from Meatloaf, because I wanted to see if they would do... I wanted to test if they'd do the baseball section, if they would do the talking part. But they were doing... I love that song. The guys started playing American Pie by Don McLean, which is a long song. Yeah. And I said, I whispered, I don't know if I whispered to Kevin, I whispered to somebody, I go, these people know the crowd. They ain't doing this whole song. And I was absolutely right. They did two verses, moved right on. They went, on. So, yeah, so I, they would probably not do that section no. is what I'm saying. What, what did freaking out mean when, uh, when some piano people are playing an Electric Mayhem song? What you know does how, that mean? Oh, Mike, it's there. It's there. Oh, Muppet arm. It's he, like, Muppet. flops his arms around. Like, Yay! Yeah, yeah. Let's all, let's yeah, all yeah. freak out. Let's all freak out at once. All right. Oh, great audio Very good. content. Very good arms great all audio Very stuff. Good. You know how when Mike hears a song he loves at a bar, he points up with one finger? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. When they started playing Can You Picture That, I did two fingers. <laughs> and Mike texted you, he's going wild. Yeah. 
You were going wild. I was going wild. Going wild. See, Nate's right. I'm going, he, he going was. wild. Yeah. And your response, by the way, Scott, was, that's cool. I will give them that. That was the first one. That was the first one I got. I love that it, you got both. You got two electrics. You got electric mayhem and you got electric light orchestra. Yes. Now we're talking. Yeah. I like electric bands, apparently. Well, um, Nate, what do you... Uh, I also... Look, I want to call you Mr. Morrow in full so badly. Is that... Is that okay? Yeah, Do I get, yeah. okay, I mean, okay. Call me Nate, it's Mr. just Morrow. yeah, sure. I, I don't want to uh, Hello, say Mr. the tomorrow. It's just so fun to say. Uh, uh, here, I'll just do it once, Mr. Morrow. Um, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> it Morrow. makes people happy yeah. too. Uh, um, what do you want to hear at Jelly Rolls? What 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 makes you freak out, Griffin style? Oh, I, you know, I get excited. Uh, we've been trying to get him to do Man or Muppet. That was one for a while. I like Man or Muppet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Oscar winning. Yeah, I like uh, every once in a while when they get all on stage and they do like uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. You know what I mean? Oh, they did it. That. Yeah, yeah like they, you know the what time mean? warp. Because they, they, did they the add time more warp. elements than just the uh, the two pianos. Like they they have like two singers, dancers. There's they get beat, up on they, top of the bar. They beat by like a. They do. Yeah. And it kind of catches you off guard, but I like that. I, I, I like good I like good feel music we, where everyone's I, singing along and they're yeah. dancing. Nice. You just reminded me. I don't even know if we told Scott that two white men on piano performed Baby Got Back by Sir Mix a lot. That, w- that did happen. That happened. That did happen. Thrilled. Thrilled with my decision. I changed nothing about the text exchange. Uh, um, let's talk a little food and wine to make sure that we, we do the topic in the topic. Oh, uh, um, and I really am. Um, you know what's what's funny is we we landed on this, and especially with with Griffin's help, he was encouraging this. And before we put it together, that oh my god, this is a great topic for Nate. You must first of all, you must have been at Food and Wine this year tons of times, right? I'd imagine. Oh yeah, yeah. at least yeah. a couple times. It's so long. It really, I know, because yeah. I, I, I've been doing that math. Like, how come I've been here so many times, and one was in July, and the others were in November? How is that all one thing? It's so long. I know, but you know what? They keep on releasing food, like, throughout the week, so they don't put out all the new food at once. Oh, so, so well, there's new food in the first month, or in the, from yeah, the last one. Yeah, and even boots, like, some of the boots open up. Like, later on, like, I think they had just some boots open up, like, less than a month ago. Brand new ones. Do they announce, the, like, do, the, do, like, do they say, oh, in two weeks we're going to have a new uh, uh, sushi oh, yeah, roll? announced. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, like, and then one of the uh, boots, like, they, they'll give you the times. It's all on the passport. Okay. So, so you have to go in to do it. Like, is it, are you, are you, do you research the new booth before you go, or you just kind of let it fly when you're doing oh, your videos? No, I just go and say, yeah, I, I usually just pick one thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a good... Sometimes, yeah, you just go with it. Yeah, no, I you think know. that's a good strategy. Uh, um, I don't want to... Uh, there's something that I don't want to go too far without doing, because, again, I did all that build-up. we got to build up our, our uh, Drinking Around the World crew. But now we're sitting here, and we don't feel like a crew to me. I mean, we're all friends, we're getting along, but there's something that we're missing. Yeah. Shirts. We're missing the shirts. Mm-hmm. This is something that I don't think I was fully aware of. I think our friend Doug Jones uh, uh, made us aware of this. Shout out to Doug. He, 
I think turned us on to that, like, okay, look around when you're at Food and Wine, that there are these shirts that are so nuts that are all combining Disney and classic Disney songs and all this stuff into these wine puns. Uh, I wrote down a few just real ones. Like, there's a Finding Nemo one that's Just Keep Drinking. There's one with uh, Vanellope from uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph that says, uh, Drink Up Glitches. <laughs> I've seen a couple of shirts. I've yeah. been. I've yeah. been. Do any come to mind? Do you recall any? Like, oh, that was a crazy one, or a funny one, or uh, uh, no uh, pressure. Pretty, pretty early in the day, I would say, like noon or before that, uh, we stepped into a restroom, and there was a a pretty large, burly man who looked a uh, blackout drunk. He had an an arm rested against the urinal and his body was like four feet away and he was pissing and he was moaning to himself and he was wearing a shirt that said drinking round the world checklist and when he finished and like wobbled out eyes half closed I followed after him and there was another guy who looked exactly like him with the same shirt who grabbed him by the shoulders and went, man up, man up, we have two countries left. Pull it together, pull it together. They were gonna make it. They were gonna make it. They were gonna make it. And they were gonna make it before 1 p.m. Wow, wow. Man up. Uh, It's very funny that you have a story like that because uh, at the end of the, I close out the end of the night by going to the France ice cream parlor to get the scoop of ice cream pressed into a brioche bun. Oh, I'm so excited to and, see what flavors you got. Uh, and, and while I was in line, there was like a family. Uh, they all had a champagne flutes. The park is about to close in three minutes. And they were, they were still going strong. And the one guy is just telling a story about, like, oh, him and his wife, they went to a, a wedding, and, and this guy came up and, and put his arm around the wife and was like, oh, I want to introduce you to some people. And this guy starts telling the story. He's like, and that's my fucking wife. And you don't do that. You don't come to... You don't, and then he starts... He starts saying, like, so I don't want to see Jason for months after that. If I saw Jason, I was going to beat the shit out of him. I was going to fucking kill Jason. And I am standing three feet away going, like, I know this isn't about me, but I just want to get this ice cream and get away from this guy. Because he is just, like, foaming out the mouth. And she's just standing next to him, like, smiling and laughing, like, yeah, I'm into this. I love this story of loudly cursing in Epcot Center. What, what Nate asked, what flavor? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, salted, <laughs> uh, salted caramel ice cream and chocolate sauce. Oh, I feel that's good. It was a good combo. Good it was a good one. combo. Have you had that, Nate? Oh, yeah, I always mix up the flavors in there. You can get crazy. What's your preference? What's your number one? I like it in pistachio or raspberry. Oh, that sounds good. Pistachio raspberry. Yeah, That's and they sick. press it in yeah. a little sandwich. Oh, it's really nice. Handmade ice cream sandwiches. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wait, and that's all year round, too. That's not yeah. festival. That's not well, just food, no, that's no. That's year round. Uh, um, okay, what I was saying, I think that, you know, 
uh, all of us in our individual shirts. Jason and his... What is your shirt, Jason? Oh, uh, Jane found this on Depop. This is... uh, What does it say? The Mickey... It's like dress for success. And it's Mickey wearing uh, like five layers of bespoke clothing. And it's telling you... It points at every piece of clothing... And it must be like thousands of dollars of stuff. I have no idea why they were selling a shirt of Mickey and like Savile Row finery. Have you? Has anyone ever seen that image before? I guess not. It's very. 80s. I love it. He looks dressed for success. It reminds me of Michael Eisner. It, it, wow. <laughs> right on. Well, I hate... Uh, okay, well, uh, uh, all I'll say is that, Nate, we all share a love of a certain former CEO. Yeah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you did a hello unprompted. You didn't even know we have a thing about hello. Oh, we were I meant to it. meet. Uh, we're um, all hello fans. But anyway, look, Jason's shirt's cool yeah, and all. Yeah, this is, is some of the captions. Pure wool herringbone overcoat. Uh, Jason, Jason, say it like Mickey. Man up and say it like Mickey. Man up! Man up! Man up! You can do this! Finish it! All calfskin, leather, Italian, beef roll, penny loaf. <laughs> Try to find it on it. Pure silk, a crepe, neckwear. This is Jason's having to read upside down. For the listener, this is challenging. That's, I, I give it up to can, Jason. Jason, here. can you do one like Stitch? Oh, Stitch is going to be good. Well, well tweet trousers. <laughs> Perfect. 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 Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Designer cologne. I don't know what to that's pointing at. How would they point it to that? Jason... Your shirt's good, but your shirt's got to go in the garbage. Or at least get covered up. Uh, As does your Griffin Fast and Furious shirt. I have a Toretto Family Garage work shirt. Um, It's all nice, but there's no unity up here. I didn't didn't think of this in time to to get custom shirts for all of us, but with the magic of a little pressing on, I am going to turn all of our shirts into Epcot wine shirts. All right, we ready for this? Um, okay. So, and anybody can, can claim them, except for Nate, because I have a special one for you. Uh, okay, oh. so, um, here is, if you're a fan of, uh, uh, if you want to get so drunk you feel like you're in a centrifuge, you might like this I'll one. Do, I'll do it. Uh, Mission Shit-Faced. <laughs> we hold that up? Right. Beautiful, beautiful. Put that on, Mike. That's for Mike. Mission Shit-Faced. Here's for the, uh, the Epcot, uh, the classic Epcot lover. This is uh, World of Mo Shots. <laughs> Anybody want to claim this? Either one of you? All right, all right. That's Griffin. There you go. Just, just press that on you. And then here's a tribute to what replaced that. And this is... Uh, I got a DUI on Test Track... <laughs> Credit to Aaron for that one. Thanks, Aaron. Perfect. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, and then this one, I, I'm going to claim this one. I'm excited for this. 
This is, if you're a fan of an old attraction in Wonders of Life where a little guy took you into the human body, uh, then you might enjoy this shirt, which is... Uh, <laughs> Buzzy saw my liver and quit the command. <laughs> All right, that's me for sure. And, uh, and then finally, for our special guest, I am so excited to present you this. Because there's a style, for the listener, there's a style of these things where it's like uh, the, a wine glass topped by the iconic hairstyle or a hat that a character uh, typically has. And that's kind of what I've tried to do because I feel like you have you know, an iconic fashion sense, Nate. And that is why I've made you this one, which is... <laughs> Paging Mr. Moore Merlot. <laughs> Paging Mr. Moore Merlot. I can fix that for you here. Well, I'll fix it up. You guys chat amongst yourselves. Yay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. I love wow. it. Wow. I feel so honored. <laughs> it really, you do have, because we got like, like, I mean, is it a fedora? What kind of hat we tie? What is your, what, what do you yeah, call your fedora. hat? You yeah, and glasses. I, I see you in there. I this see the. perfect. Great, great. Oh, I so happy. So Look great. at us. We're a team now. Here, We're let's run. Yeah. There we go. All right. We can properly go around the world at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, well, so, where to begin? I mean, like, uh, I don't know. What, what, what were uh, particular highlight experiences for everybody at Epcot the other day? Um, I had some, a sake cocktail that tasted like juice. Um, and then I, everything else I drank, uh, that alcohol in it, uh, also tasted like juice. <laughs> so I don't know that I necessarily had a highlight. I had some tiny beers that I was a big fan of. Because I will say overall, even before, even, I won't even praise a specific thing, having six-ounce beers is good. Yeah, I don't need too much. Just have a little taste, and then you can keep moving on. Obviously, they give you the option to have a bigger one, but I think we were... Every time I got a little one, I got so excited. I was like, isn't this it's cute? The cup is cute, and then I would drink just a little bit, and I wouldn't get a tummy ache. Yeah, yeah, mini beers, definitely good. Uh, um, and, it, and it fit the bill in a couple uh, situations for sure. Um, I mean, is this a good time to talk about... I don't know if, it, uh, uh, if we're jumping to it too fast, but uh, uh, to me, one of the most special things going on this year is uh, over at the Odyssey Pavilion. Um, wow, okay, well, good. We're going to applause for that. Um, I love the Odyssey. I love that that isn't gone or replaced by anything cool like a ride or whatever. <laughs> Just this odd boxy building that they got to fill up with something every once in a while. And that currently is something called Brew Wing Lab at the Odyssey. Uh, and this is, and I'm so happy Griffin is here because this is a Muppet experience, a new Muppet experience just for food and wine. And, and as soon as Griffin saw that it was Muppets, he went wild. W- <laughs> Not only that, but, but uh, centered around my favorite Muppet straight man, Bunsen Honeydew, <laughs> who I argue is quietly the funniest Muppet. Okay. And it just, he lets everyone else score the basket. 
you know? He passes the ball, he lets them take it to the hoop. And man, you know, a lot of like comedy and comedy takes her in the eyes, but he manages to be funny with no eyes. Eyeless. Uh-huh, eyeless. Great eyeless comedian. Uh, J- Jason had tipped me off. He wanted to make sure I wouldn't miss this. Texted a couple days before our trip started mm-hmm. that he uh, saw there, there was this pop-up and that uh, the key item that was getting a lot of buzz was the pickle milkshake. Yeah. Which I did not want to try. No, but I uh, took the bullet. I got it later in the day so that you could have the cup. Uh, I, I drank the pickle milkshake. I drank about half of it. And then he was like, okay, um, he, my review is this tasted like a solid vanilla milkshake that they then just put a shot of nail polish remover in. Uh, and then as I was walking to the bathroom, I was like, oh, I kind of taste still now. And so uh, I uh, cleaned out the nope. glass so you could have it. Then I bought the frozen fusion, which was just like a tea smoothie, so I could have a little glass. Was uh, Sorry to cut you off, Jason. Was yeah. the dill, when you tasted the dill minutes later, was that like a slow-release capsule with, of medicine? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like I, I finally bit the cyanide capsule in the back molar. <laughs> Jason, uh, you know, you, most people don't know this. He keeps a little capsule in his mouth that's full of dill. <laughs> it's a little, yeah, a little dill. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't, like, abhorrent. Um, but, it, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't wild about it. And then I just had orange cardamom wings, which were just, yeah, they were nice. It was, like, uh, nice wings, a uh, little herbaly sauce. But, uh you guys had much more of an well, experience. Can I ask real quick, though, Nate, have you had this pickle milkshake? Yes, I love the pickle milkshake. Wow. I do. I, I honestly, and I don't like pickles. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it works for me. Do you it like- tastes like a, a shamrock shake. I got a hard no. One hard no. No. Firm no. I I I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it has very similar texture. Yeah. And and a little bit of flavor. Yeah. I mean, I see a lot of people who really don't like it though. They're like, oh, this is disgusting. I don't think it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't think it was disgusting. I was just like, oh, not. This isn't for me. I shouldn't drink this. You know. Can I ask? All the way. You said you don't like pickles, Nate. Every time you've eaten a pickle in the past, do you think to yourself, I wish this tasted 40% more like a milkshake? Has that been the missing element for you? I could probably like pickles that way. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah. <laughs> do you, you like, like pickles a- on hamburgers or anything? Pickle? I eat them plain. I oh, eat really? Hamburger, burger bun. I love it. Like, I love it. I like, I like that style with like the tomato, like, or, like I'll eat like, a slice of tomato on it, right. or even on white bread. That's like the original way, like that one uh, place that invented the hamburger up in, uh, I don't even know where it Wherever is. it was. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Lunch. Yeah, they just do it. It's literally just like bread, hamburger, tomato. <laughs> okay. I, that's, I, I like a pickle. I feel like I, I generally don't eat pickles alone. I eat them on things. But I did not try this pickle milk chicken. Maybe, maybe I will get back. To the park. Maybe I'll try it. I'm a simple man with burgers. What I like is just, all I want is just kind of that patty 
and the bun, but I want the patty to be sushi. I want it to be a combo of burger and sushi. Which Your classic burgushi form factor. Yeah, yeah, that's about. you know you're right. Yeah. That's, I was searching for the term. What I'm searching yeah. for is burgushi. It's kind burgushi. of the superior. Yeah, I, I, that's that's what I want, uh, and you'll hear you'll hear about that soon enough. Yes. <laughs> uh, so. Scott, I feel like you should talk about your order at the Brewing Lab. Mm-hmm. This is what we're building up to. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna cut to the chase because I didn't give it a lot of thought. I didn't do a lot of research. I saw a term, and I uh, and I went for it. I looked at the menu and I saw unnecessarily spicy yet extremely tasty Scotch bonnet pepper curry wings. With, with cool cucumber yogurt. Let's get... I thought, I thought maybe I'd get more, yeah. But it ended at the yogurt separate. It was, the wings was with an applause point. Uh, um, so I went for that. And because uh, I like... I'm fine with spice, I think. I don't think I'm a spicy hot wing avoider. Uh, and it... Uh, it shows up, and first of all, look, I don't, I hate to start disagreeing with the person who just yelled right now. Uh, I, 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 what's that? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're all good, we're all good. The, um, it, uh, it shows up, I, it doesn't look great to me. Looks like a big old mud. I need, like cool cucumber yogurt. You can picture what that is. That's like refreshing and dill and, and not just kind of like a plop, like a bird plop on top of hot wings. Uh, a single bite, one single bite, and I am done for. Gone. Just gone beyond belief to where just um, it's the immediate up and like handshaking and. and uh, a it, tongue out of control. It immediately after one bite felt like you were doing a bad bit. Yes. It was a, a, a very vague sort of impression of a person eating too much spice. It took me a moment to realize you were actually struggling. Yes, yeah. I, uh, uh, I take one bite and, I, and I, I'm like, oh my, oh, oh my, oh jeez. And which does not sound like how I talk. Yeah. It does sound like a bit mode you would that, go into. That volume, um, that level of facial expression. Yes. And I told you, you, you seem like you're doing a bit right now. And you went, oh, wow. I, I, oh, no. I, I guess I, I must seem like I'm doing like a, a season two uh, of SNL Will Ferrell uh, character. That was how it, yes, I thought, like, I, it's like kind of an early on, not quite as good Will Ferrell, the hot, uh, too hot of wings guy. Oh, dear Lord, dear Lord, that is spicy, that is spicy. I, I, I felt like such a hack, but I wasn't exaggerating, it honestly was what genuinely came out of me. You were not playing it up at all. It, the, wing, yeah. the wings made me hacky. <laughs> They activated the hack part of the they brain. They hurt you, and they ruined your comedic sensibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good setup to then like do it again on a stage. Yeah. Uh, uh, something that was like, there was like a Mad TV character, like the too much coffee guy. I felt like the too much coffee guy. I think I could have gotten if I was on Mad TV in '96. I think I could have gotten uh, too hot of wings guy on like eleven times. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm on the board every week with that thing. Uh, um, <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh. Yeah, never mind. I know that. Okay, 
And we'll talk later. Um, uh, so that's done. That, that's, those wings are immediately in the trash, right? After as if the one did it to me. And then Mike had a theory, and the theory was wing chasing. Because you had a different type of wing to bring. I got, and I am going to say the name, I got the peanut butter and jelly wings. And I thought, okay, maybe what you do is you eat the hot wing, then you eat the the peanut butter wing because it's a sweeter thing. Um, So I offered that to you. Uh, I wanted to help you. Um, Which and you sampled mine too. Yes. And I think we both agreed that it was kind of an interesting. It was like a tongue coder a little bit. I think the wing chasing did work. I think you were correct. Now yes. I didn't like the wing you gave me at all. Oh the no the wings at I was got were bad. Yeah. Yes. They yeah, were medicinal at that point. They <laughs> yes. were purely yeah, yeah. balm. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the wings either. I wanted corrective wings. I didn't want tasty wings. Yeah. <laughs> Now, I have, I have just, like, a, a bad body in general, so I was telling you guys that anytime there's any sort of seasonal change, my whole sinal system breaks down. Mm. And New York, the weather was starting to change. It went from, like, 80 to 40 in one week, and then I came here. So immediately upon landing here, my allergies were, like, out of control. And mm-hmm. you're doing this whole act out with the wings, and you go, <laughs> like, do you want to try this? And I took one bite, and I... Felt like I was on cocaine, but also immediately my allergies cleared up. Like, it did work. And then you and I at one point were like, we're not exaggerating, right? Like, it does feel like we're on cocaine. It really like, feels like cocaine. These really, God, it really these feels like cocaine. And then we leaned into each other and went, I've never done cocaine. You've never you done cocaine. You've actually done cocaine? No, no I've no, done cocaine. Okay, but this checking, definitely feels like no, cocaine. No, but I think this is what, what this feels, feels like. It's got to be like It's got to be like cocaine. It's got to be. That is, yeah, that is what was going on. Yeah. And you having only had mellow peanut butter wings are like, these fucking... Psych- I, I'm not with these psychos. I'll we honest, don't have matching shirts. I am not I with was, them. I was checking my phone for the app. I was just looking to see what we could get on next. And I was like, oh, yeah, spicy wing, huh? <laughs> oh, still going on, huh? Well, you want some of these? Okay. Well, your true, I, your true plus one at any theme park is your phone. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's yeah. the way... It like, can be tough to get the attention. That's the way it has to be, though, because somebody has to like, use the time efficiently when they're at the park with that, uh, whatever it's called, Genie Plus. I don't want to step in something right now, but I'm going to say this. I've gotten a lot of hate over the years for not being a particular fan of the ride living with the land. I know, I know. Feel Boo free. This man. Feel free. Yeah. Hang on, Boo hang on. Man. Let me say where I'm going with this. This hate is directed at me and only at me. We all went on living with the land together. Guess who was on his phone 100% of the ride? Get him! Get him! Get him! Who, me? Me? Who, me? Go stand like you're being crucified against the brick wall. And this was a respectful living with the land ride. The boat was quiet as a church mouse. I haven't seen that in years. But then this little glowing light illuminating his face. I turned it on night mode. I turned it on the contrast down. I'm no villain. I was trying to make the rest of the day better for them. I wasn't texting or checking the web. At, uh, at one point in the ride, Mike, without lifting his eyes off of his phone, 
like nudged me with his elbow and went, you should pay attention, this is an important room. <laughs> wow. That's, toma- that's frowning tomato girl. Um, I, w- well, right before that Living Lamb ride too, we had about a 30 minute ordeal where we were all trying to buy Disney Plus. I was trying to buy Disney Plus my Genie phone. Plus. Genie, Genie Plus. Or Genie Plus. Genie uh, we were not signing up I'm for the streaming service. I'm already a subscriber to Disney Plus. Uh, uh, we all bought straight to five years on Disney yeah. Plus. We're going to have it forever. I, they were sitting outside, and Jan and I were down in the food court and gotten a snack, and I was trying to buy Genie Plus on my phone, and it would go through, and Apple Pay would say, come down, charge, and then 10 seconds later, it would go refund. And it would just charge me and refund me <laughs> about four times before we eventually just bought it on her phone. And so then finally, which is also was like, I don't know how much we're going to use this today. We might be use, buying this to do living with the land. <laughs> so by the time we actually got on the ride, we were all... Uh, uh, real relaxed. We were all like, thank God it stopped. Thank God the app stopped and we can just do a uh, ride. The we- entire Genie Plus hassle took absolutely longer than if we had just gone into the line. 100%. It, it took us over 30 minutes to link a reservation for all of us on the ride at the same time and the ride queue at that moment was 20 minutes long. And we go on the whole ride, Mike's on his phone... You're just kind of stewing. The ride ends. You step off and you go, well, I'm getting wine. (laughs) (laughs) It disappeared. I didn't even see him. It's like the software on her. It's just gone. I said, this is not a bit. He ran away. This is not a bit. I said, Scott, where are you going? You go, I don't know. And I don't care. And you ran into a crowd. And we just had to find you later. Daddy knows what daddy needs. I mean, uh, it's uh, app hassle and then a ride that, folks, I want to like the ride. I want to be like you. Don't you understand? I feel like the boy in the plastic bubble. Everyone is outside. They're laughing and they're running free and I'm not invited. And I went on it and I still don't get it. Help me get the ride. Nick. What? <laughs> The ride music. Well, yeah, all right. A little like acoustic guitar. But yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's not Nate, bad. I'll Nate, do you like living with the land? I love living with the land. I do. And, you know, you can eat from living with the land. You mean you can eat while you're on the boat? No, you can eat the food from living with the land. But later. Later. <laughs> yeah. Not on there while you do it, but they have little signs for food and wine. Right, right, they right. They say, like, the yucca fries are, like, grown on living with the land. Right. So it's kind of fun, a little food and wine twist in there. Do you, like, is, do you like the first part of it or the second part when you see this, like, hopefully you see a scientist or something? Oh, I like the music, and I'm always looking for a scientist. Yeah. I'm always How? looking. I'm, <laughs> and anyone that's on the, like, the behind-the-scenes, uh, the, 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 the tour, I'm like, oh, look at them over there. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. <laughs> We saw some with the big pole by the trout pond, and we all waved, and they went back. Yeah. How Nate, how often, how, just because you're always in the parks, how many times a week, on average, do you go on Living with the Land? I mean, I Or a month. If I go into, if I go into the land, I'm probably going on Living with the Land, usually. Okay. Literally. So I would say probably, like, once. Once a month or a week? Once every two weeks, maybe three weeks. Nate. I I think I one time. Yeah. Yeah. 
I used to go ride Soren uh, before work. I remember I did that a long time. I used to like, you know, like you ever like I used to work like 3 p.m. I used to actually go in like uh, go to Epcot at like 11 a.m. and go ride Soren and then go to work. Okay, this is before you were vlogging? Yeah, it was like the, the total like, all right, I'm ready for my shift. Yeah, I love Soren so much. I, I need help. I need help. I don't want to get booed anymore. I want to be on the right side of history. I, I'm trying to get better. Do you have... Answer me this question. Why do I not like living with the land, but I love the Mexico boat ride? Why is that? I love Mexico. I like, I, it was one of the first things I did when I got on. I was so sad when we didn't get to do it a second time once we hooked up with you. What's go- They're both slow-moving, relaxing boat rides. What's going on? Do you have, can you, I, not to make you psychoanalyze me. Well, what about the mighty hooves of the buffalo? And, and there's like so many great things about that ride. The house. <laughs> the, the, the forest the scenes yeah. with the running water. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the some atmosphere there. You got something there. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, I, there's so many great things. And the music. Would you Maybe say... Maybe music is the key. Thank you. Yes, okay. Would you say, though, that the Mexico boat ride is better than living with the land? Oh, no. I can't. <laughs> Honestly, I do, love, I do love that ride, but I, I, living with the land is... I mean, you got to truly live with the land. <laughs> well, that's what... Yeah, I mean, look, I understand the message of it. The message is to... Is to be one with the land, to live with the land, to not get like distracted by it, by you like your by devices, oh, oh, by the, yeah. by, you know. Have you wrote it by yourself? Like uh, on a real nice slow day, I've done that before, and there was no boats, and you just get to listen to music without looking at your phone. You know. Hey, there we go. Give it to everyone. Give it to No, no, no. Maybe try it out. Go for a nice little boat ride for yourself. Take it in. Look for the, the the hidden Mickey's. You know. Oh sure. Oh, there's yeah. There's uh, there's shrimp live in little Mickey cages. Yeah, so I noticed that. that ride. Uh-huh. Well, look for the pumpkin Mickey. I didn't see the pumpkin Mickey. Yeah, there's. I'll a look lot. for the pumpkin Mickey. Or go on the behind the seeds tour. Uh, that is one thing we didn't get to this week. It occurred to me that it would probably be funny to go on the behind the seeds tour. I um, said to Griffin, but. but it, was it also possible that I would end up uh, wanting to, like, <laughs> drown myself in a salmon tank? Also possible. I don't know. That'll be for next trip. I believe when you ran away, I said to Griffin, is there any way we could sign him up without him knowing for the side with the <laughs> behind-the-seeds tour? Uh, but I don't think that's possible. Like, would it just show up in your app and force you to go? I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. I, I got bummed uh, after we left. I found out they were selling... Little like uh, seedling, little plants uh, that they grew. You could buy little plants from living with the land. You can and oh, take them home that. with little pots. Have you done the tour, Nate? No, I've never done the tour. Oh, we should have like done the yeah. tour. Oh, we should have done I the tour. I love the ride. Yeah. I mean, I bet I I I've been like in the back area one time, like for like a like a uh, I think it was like a, a VIP tour. Right. But uh, I never got to do the tour tour. I always wanted to. <laughs> that's the tour though that's the tour <laughs> alright well we're gonna okay I don't know when we'll the next time we're back do we just need to reunite this entire group and the, the live show is behind Hell the yeah. seeds I am ready behind the seeds behind, behind the, the seeds. seeds behind the, the seeds so 
I, I uh, feel... Wait, wait, wait. One more chance. Mike, stay off your phone. Mike, Mike stay, stay off, off your, your phone. phone. Look at the seeds. Look, Look at, at the, the seeds. Seed. Live with the land. Live, Live with, with the land. land. You um, got, can you bring one of those cases you, you put in when you go to like see a stand-up show with, for my phone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there was a lot of back and forth about, like, what, what should the subjects of the shows be, the live shows, right? Right, right, right. So yeah. I was going like, to do a lot more stuff across several days at the park. What's, what would give the most meat to a show? Yeah. And Food and Wine Festival, I think the fear was, is this kind of a, a picaresque story? Is it a scattered narrative? Mm-hmm. A little bites and sips here and there. Is right, it going to be right. a story of all these little glimpses? Oh, and we yeah, we split off. You know, it can be. You know, it's aimless. What you're you're walking around, you're having yeah. fun. But what is the tale? Well, to what is tell? that? A fucking Robert oh. Altman movie. Where's the narrative propulsion? You know, sure. Where's We're the not Cassavetes here? Come on, right. story, story is what we want. And I said, I think I found the spine of the story. I became aware of a certain passport. Mm. that was being handed out at Epcot mm-hmm. to participate in an event called Emile's Fromage Montage. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, Emile, Ooh. of course, the uh, food-loving brother from Ratatouille, uh, presents a montage of cheese. I'd say montage is not the right word to describe a crawl in Orlando heat. Yes. Um, many, but, many cheeses eaten hours apart, yes. Yes. Uh, but there was a list of 10 participating stands with different cheese dishes. Uh, and if you got five of those stamps from any, mm. your choice, five out of the 10, uh, you could then go to uh, Simmering Sips hosted by Corksicle and get the completer surprise stamp and a special off menu treat only for completers. <laughs> Which, by the way, I appreciate being up to full-fledged PTR legend, but completer is the main term I would like people to associate with me these days. Completer. That man completes. (laughs) And so I just, for days leading up to this, I was like, guys, I'm telling you, this fucking fromage montage is going to pay off. It's going to give us, like, an arc. We're going to have a fun journey. It's going to keep the show in line. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing I didn't tell you guys. Mm. Go to the first stand of what I knew had to be five early in the morning. Check my backpack. Realized I had left my lactate in the hotel. Oh, fuck. And I would say my body is not good at processing any food. Dairy pretty close to the bottom of the list. You didn't, you didn't talk about playing it cool. You did not mention this one word. I did not. Whoa. There's a, uh, people talk about Montezuma's revenge. <laughs> I had a meal's congestion. When I got back to my hotel room, there was four hours of hacking and spitting. No. no. I, I'm telling you, but I felt the need to do this. And I did, in fact, get five stamps... Wow. I completed the mission. I got the, um, what did I get here? The Schinken Nudlin from Germany, oh, yeah. which, which was somewhere between, I'd say, like a, a casserole and a mac and cheese, like a German mac and cheese. Did, Nate, did you do all this too? 
No, no, no. I don't like to. I like doing the cookie stroll during the festival of the holidays. <laughs> they have a cookie one where it's all cookies and not cheese items. Right. Oh, yeah. I like That's destroying my body. situation. Yeah. Yes. Okay. With wow. stamps? Yeah. Do you get a completer surprise? Yeah. Did you complete? Oh, yeah. What was the surprise? <laughs> it's a surprise. Fuck. <laughs> That's, a That's right. Surprise. I didn't know I was on stage with two completers. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was there when you completed this, and you were happy. I, I <laughs> Like, there was a level of, like, I did it. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever finished a thing that much in my life. Yeah. Um, griddled cheese from Greece. I got the, the Pau de Queo from Brazil. I, I, I chose weirdly to not get the Canadian cheddar and bacon soup during a hot Orlando afternoon. <laughs> I didn't feel like chugging that, and I got the Southern Pimento cheese and I think the Saint Fig and balsamic souffle from Wine and Wedge. But I, got, I, I completed uh, all five, and my reward, I got this cup. I've been quietly, it's been here the whole oh, fucking yeah. time. I didn't even realize he I was know. drinking out of that Refilled cup the whole night. Wow. The clues were there. Whoa. Whoa. That blew my mind. You've been I, holding that all night. I will say <laughs> it's a plastic cup with a lot of give. It may not survive a flight back. It's real flexible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this was filled with the reward you got for eating five different cheese dishes, in my case without lactate, was cheesecake-flavored soft serve with a mini cheesecake on top. I was really excited when I got it. I looked at all of you. I went, this is great. This is so great. This is the best thing I've eaten all day. And then we went to the bathroom, and I poured half of it out. Ah! I did it taste great, but I, 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 I thought he housed it. I was like, wow, he must have loved it. I did love it. I did love it. And then it started to one by one break down my central nervous system. Oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So now what I'm putting together is that because the, you're going to hear about it in the City Walk Saga in many, many parts. The, was this yesterday? Is that how? Where, what is time? What is happening? I think it was two yesterday, days ago. Yes, yesterday. Two no, no, days what ago. I'm saying is two yesterday. Oh. Yesterday was death day. Yesterday was the day that broke us at yes. City Walk, right. and it's the day that everything broke at Universal Studios, where there were a solid three hours where we didn't do one thing somehow. How are we in here and in this heat and not doing one actual activity? The morale was so low, and what I didn't know until now is that from the time we left you to that, you were... Just you were vomiting and I wasn't vomiting. I wasn't uh, vomiting. Okay, but there was a constant struggle. Ironically, at the death day lunch, you seemed fine because you just had a grilled chicken sandwich. That's true. Mm. I went a little simple. Yeah. Wait, did you eat some cheese on the pizza later too? At that point, it was kind of a sunk cost <laughs> fallacy thing. Yeah, oh, man. That, I didn't even think about that. We went There's to Abracadabar, and we said, let's get one of each food item you have. And the three food items were cheese and meat plate, cheese fries, and cheese pizza. Yeah. Wow. And I did partake in all yeah. three. Wow. Because I was also combating the amount of wine I'd had at all the booths. It was like I had to... You got to do it with something. Even and, can I also say, I, 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 no, I don't know if there are further questions about my digestive system, but um, we, w we went to Abracadabra, and uh, Taylor, your friend in our group, asked about uh, if they had, like, what specialty mocktails were. Oh, and she yeah. listed some of the specialties, our server, and then she said, and also we have 
the uh, I, oh. I forget what the two were, but she said something like, we have the Arnold Palmer, which is, we call it the Mickey Mouse here. Mm. And we have the Shirley Temple, which we here call the Minnie Mouse. And Mike kind of immediately tensed up. <laughs> and then he, he went, his eyes narrowed and he went, would it be possible to get a Minnie Mouse with alcohol? And she went like a dirty Shirley Temple. And Mike said, I wouldn't say that. And she said, because well, I can't call the drink a no, dirty I, mini. Yeah. I said, we can't say dirty mini. And, and she said, oh, and like she, she took a second and was like, oh, I understand what you mean, yes. And I said, this drink is called a dirty Shirley. But you've ca- told us now that it's called a mini here. By transitive property, it would be a dirty mini. Yeah, but I didn't want to think about it that way. Too late. You had a dirty mini inside you. <laughs> Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm stating to, facts. I'm stating facts. At the table, we tried to redub it a flirty mini to keep it a little more PG-13. That's nice. That's wholesome. I like that better. It was. But then, Nate, you started talking about different uh, events you'd gone to recently, and every time you talked about something at a smaller size... I said mini. You said mini, <laughs> and Mike would just go like this to me. <laughs> Because we had started in such a place. I just, every time, it reminded me of her. <laughs> Your Orlando did, Hall Pass. I do. <laughs> you're t- you, are, you are talking about this like it is Casablanca. Like you're a Rick staring out into the sky thinking of her. <laughs> I have a photo as she was walking by me in Epcot, and I took a quick one with her. Oh, you did a creep shot? Is that what you're talking about? Not a creep shot. She yeah, was looking. It's not like you took a creep shot. She's out there to take photos with. It just all happened right, to not be when right. she was standing. She was walking by. Um, can I talk about a completest thing I did food-wise? How uh, are you a completer, Jason? Well, um, so we, we you had... You better have the stamps to back up this story, by huh? the way. You better have the stamps to back up this story. <laughs> oh, I don't. Um... <laughs> So we, we ended up uh, doing Guardians around like 2.30 or so in the day. And um, so I, I, Jane and I had gone off and I was sampling some food stuff. And, you know, I just wanted to have some food in my belly, but not too much before a big crazy coaster like that. Because uh, it really moves you around a lot. And... Um, uh, I so what I I had a half of uh, cheese and fruit plate, uh, a plate of stone crab claws, <laughs> uh, half of a frozen frappuccino, and an M and M cookie, and then I got on Guardians, and Wait, I was what fine. Is that, what a lineup! How did you? Co- so you completed just a meal of your choosing? No, I just ate a bunch of weird food, and I was like, oh, I hope I'll be okay on Guardians. A um, completer of the crazy crap challenge. <laughs> I was eating crabs at like 11.30 in the morning, and they didn't quite crack them all the way, so I was like, I had to break them all open. Mm-hmm. But I love my crab. Side. You Jason's were asking off. me about those crabs a lot. <laughs> you were asking if I had them. I was like, oh, wow. He's really going on about the crabs. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, I excited mate. about the crabs. I know, and now I see them. Like, yeah. yeah. Did you do, have you done the crab? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, okay. Is it hard to break them? Uh, yeah, a little bit hard. I got the champagne there, too. I got the Dom Perignon. They, they sell it in a big cup there. 
It was funny. Yeah, that booth was just shrimp cocktail, crab cocktail, and like three or four kinds of champagne. Yeah. Mm, okay. It was very elegant. Yeah. Elegant, did you say? Yeah. It was very elegant and okay, fancy. Okay, champagne's a classy drink. I yeah. get it. And you're <laughs> eating crab claws and drinking no. champagne on a trash can. <laughs> you pointed this out, and I, because I was like, uh, uh, I mean, I assume in uh, paging Mr. Morrow has to go into food and, and wine fest, and I, I didn't realize what a thing this was. That like, it's what you do. You grab a trash can. That's yeah. what it's about. Wow. I did it last night at the Christmas party, and I realized that if it's not an Epcot, people look at you. Like, 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 I was at the, the Christmas party and I was eating, I think, a waffle and some Sleepy Hollow and I just grabbed the closest trash can because the tables were there and it just looked weird because it was like ice cream. It was a Sunday. Oh, okay. It was like on the trash can. I was just like... <laughs> and no one else was eating on a trash can. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it happens. <laughs> but, at Epcot, but Epcot, you always see it everywhere you go. Right, because I mean, there's limited space. Yeah. That's what you do. I'm going to be sad to go back home and eat at a table. <laughs> far is in there, California. Can I ask you, because this is the type of thing we would talk about on the show, is there, a, do you have a favorite trash can to eat on in Epcot? Yes. You oh, do? Absolutely. Wow. Over yes. by the gazebo, where Minnie actually meets. Uh, like a, or oh, now I'm like in the sound. Like, uh, it's in the front of World Showcase, in between Mexico and Canada. There's like a little gazebo. It's very nice. You got a nice mm-hmm. backdrop. You can see the monorail go by. Mm-hmm. I like a view. Yes. It's a great view. And is there something special about the trash can or it's just mostly the view? No, it's the view. Of okay. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get a trash can, you got to have a good view. <laughs> <laughs> do, you have a, do you have a least favorite trash can in Epcot? Oh, probably next to the restrooms. That's, that's no good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That bad would be view. Bad view staring at toilets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um. We have to start winding this down, which makes me sad. I'd love to stay here for as long as, as humanly possible. I wish we'd done a third show that we could go into yeah, right I now. Was say, uh, Nate, um, but Nate, go for it. Nate, you, have, you, you were saying something before the show. Is there something you oh, have? Oh, I got you guys something. What? I did. Well, because well, like, you know how we were talking about you know, buying like antiques and like, like, oh, like, yeah. like little Disney props and like cool stuff? Um, my friend Taylor, we actually went and like we uh, got stuff that uh, I thought you guys would like. Uh, you know, some like Disney history. What? Really? Yeah, and I got yeah. Oh my god! Is that you a big bag? What? What? That is it's a been giant the whole bag. time, like the glass. Taylor, thank you. Oh my god! This is it's like really our... cool, and I was like, I really know you guys would appreciate it. This is like so our like, birthday. I, I really wanted to share it with you guys. Oh my god! Wow, this is the nicest. Whoa! Jeez! This is like Christmas morning. Ooh. This is big. It is like Christmas morning. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. What Thank you so much. Wow, jeez, this is nuts. All right, so like most of the stuff, I try to make like everything, and Taylor helped me pick out some really cool stuff because like she was like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect, but like there's some things that are unique. So we got Shrek glasses in there that are really kind of cool. Oh! Yeah. Wow. Green Shrek 4Ds. Oh, my God. Cool. Uh, this is uh, an 8 by 10 This is incredible. It's the dinosaur family at MGM Studios. Wow. We were talking about those kind of photos just out there, and that's why I was like, oh, man, maybe I should give them to you, because I was like... This is a sticker or a patch with a phrase that means a lot to me, and that's... the phrase is, the 21st century begins October 1st, 1982. That is opening day. It's opening day. I love it. I can feel such emotion from that, especially also because that's when Donald Fagan's The Night Fly album came out. Yes! 
Hell yeah. Give me some applause on that. Greatest day in the history of the world. This is an Epcot uh, continuation of Dream, Dawn of a New Disney Era. Looks like Epcot opening polo shirt. Nice. Jeez. Whoa, mine is a Soren polo shirt. That's a... I think that's Walt Disney Imagineering or... One of the oh, that's the project team one, yeah. Oh wow, so that's how you worked on the Happiest ride. Happiest celebration on earth. That's fantastic. Jeez. I was wow. uh, I was specifically complaining to Taylor about a Disney merch blog that posted an April Fool's story about the Muppet Vision 3D glasses being sold <gasps> as sunglasses, <gasps> and now each of us have a pair of the Muppet Vision 3D glasses on our wow. faces. Um, this looks. Uh, oddly terrifying. What do we have here? These are 1940s and 1950s Ben Cooper Halloween costumes. Wow. Oh, Wait, hell so yes. Mouse, What's the deal Donald. with Ben Cooper? Now, they're very old. You probably don't want to take them out of the box. Like, most of them, they have that really cool smell to them. It's because it's the gauze. That's what they used as masks back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. This is a like, hundred-year-old gauze? Yeah. Wow. This Donald mask looks like he's in The Strangers. The Strangers who come to your house and terrorize you. Oh, my God. Wow. Mickey's mouth is, like, uh, caving in. Whoa. This, this is how is... I felt after the wings. This Pluto's pretty cute. I love Pluto. Is Pluto's definitely in the best shape. Pluto yeah. is definitely doing pretty this good This is there. awesome. Jeez. Gosh, thank you so much. This, this is thank insane. You. This is incredible history mixed with terror, which we love. That's fantastic. I mean, it reminds the old, like, how like weird and scary the old Mickey costumes were in the You've 50s. seen those old photos. Flashes you yeah. right to that. That's so cool. I love cool. these. I have several because I, I love them so much. Oh, yeah. This is going on my Disney shelf. Yeah. But I know that you guys appreciate it. And like I said, I, I love going to like Lakeland Antique Mall and I love going shopping. Mm-hmm. A lot of these props you can actually go buy right here down. Uh, it's uh, right in Lakeland. And uh, it's really cool. Like it's, it's awesome that you get to find like little bits of history. I love it. Yeah. Could you, uh, you think you said this, you have some of a, a country bear thing that I was very intrigued by. Oh, I got teddy bears fur. Yeah. That was cool. <laughs> oh, I got that. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot. Uh, Teddy Bear's fur. Yes. Bonkers. And it even has some of the pink stuff still left on it. It was from a refurb. And a lot of that stuff you can get checked with, like, property control and stuff. And if it's sold through any of the old Disney Anna, uh, like, auctions, it all comes with certifications. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Nate, it, it's the, a- the energy with which you said that, I, I truly thought you were about to say, yeah, I got Teddy Bear's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll be right up. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Wow. I don't know where else to go from there. That's, oh my God. Uh, you know, let me, let me do something really quick on the end because to make sure that we fully covered, you can't talk about um, Food and Wine Festival without bringing up Eat to the Beat. Somebody bought something for Mike. For me? Oh, wow. Casamigos has shown up. <laughs> Wow. Right on time. Like, we're winding we it down. Talk, you know then, what, uh, Nate? There was a third silent person involved in Casamigos named Michael Melman. And you don't see him on the ads with, you don't know, see the ads with George and Randy. He's not on those ads. 
but he is very important in the story as well. And I just want everyone to know that or remember it. It's less good than the briefcase. Wait, okay, so say his name and then do the shot. Thank you, Michael Melman. (laughs) Yeah, there he does it. There he goes. And now, that's perfect timing because here's what I was going to do. I was about to give Mike one of his favorite experiences in the world, and and here's what what my plan was. And I'll need your help with a little applause on this, too. Uh, Food and wine is happening, but something else happens during that. It's at the American Adventure Outdoor Stage, and it's called the Eat to the Beat Concert Series. And this is where all of Mike's favorite bands come to rock, to jam, to play the three songs of theirs you know, and then three others. The sick, nastiest bands in America, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, here's the gift I'm going to give you now with some tequila coursing through your veins. I'm going to say the names of some of the bands that played this year in 2023, and I would like you to do the ultimate Mike, a song is on finger point. And, everybody, and, and let's, whatever uh, you feel like you want to do, audience. Uh, uh, okay, so here we go. Who's played this year? Why we got Hanson. Yeah. Mbop. 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 I watched Hanson's set about a week ago on YouTube. From <laughs> E to the Beat. From E to the Beat. And tell me, Nate, if you've been to any of these. The uh, Joey Fatone and Friends. Yeah. Watched it as well. Put one up. Saw it on YouTube. I did. That's amazing. <laughs> my YouTube wants to, me to see the sets from Eat to the Beat now. Uh-huh. It's the, well, yeah, it's that and the person next to me. <laughs> Your entire algorithm. Uh, uh, let's give it up for the Baja Men. The Baja Oh, who let the dog? I put seen, one up. Put I one saw up. them at Epcot in 2019. Oh, yeah, you did that one. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well, I'm sorry that you didn't get to do Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. We are competing. They were tonight. We were oh. competing with Big Bang. Oh, we probably Natty lost today. some audience. Oh, geez. <laughs> I thought it seemed a little thin out here. <laughs> it's Electric Daisy Carnival night, too. Wow. That is busy right now. Um, let's, I know you're going to want to put one up for Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. Oh. Have you seen, Nate, have you seen him? Sugar- I did. I've seen him many a times. I love every morning. <laughs> <laughs> This is, why, this is why I watch you. Because we're on the same this page This is why you'll be this. the second host soon enough. The deal will be made backstage. And finally, let's all put one in the air for Hoobastank. Hoobastank! And one more thing. I think this could be a good applause line. This is something that I think we'll all remember for a while. That after this great day of friendship and Epcot drinking, that we were at the front of the park and we were under Spaceship Earth when we found out that the SAG after strike was over. Yeah! Yeah! Hypothetically, we can work again. (laughs) If we get cast, in theory, we can work again. The only problem now is that no one wants to hire us. (laughs) Back to my phone, not ringing. I believe you said the miracle of Epcot. Due to disinterest. It was an Epcot miracle. It was an Epcot uh, miracle. Um, this entire thing was an Epcot miracle. Uh, uh, and, and now I'm, I'm happy. To, I was just so happy you could do it with us. Uh, um, Nate, paging Mr. Morrow, you survived. Podcast the ride. Give it up yeah. for this guy. I'm so glad you could do it. Oh, my God. Um, 
completer, Griffin Newman. You completed Podcast the Ride. You came from fucking New York, and yeah. I've had a great time with you all week. I'm so glad. He did it for you guys. I got he two did. stamps, one from each live show tonight. Yeah, you My completed both shows. Um, I think a lot of you folks completed both shows, too, and we thank you so much. We, can, we thank everybody who came to all of them. You survived. Podcast the Ride live in Orlando. God damn, I want to do this every single Friday night. I think you guys probably all do too. And really quick before we go, I want to thank some people who helped make this week uh, incredible for us. Adam LaPrade, Josh Holtzclaw, Nico Wells, Kevin Tully, Pat Rice, Carson Luter, Van Robichaux, Matt Cardona. Thank you to Connor and Eric and everyone here at Tin Roof Orlando. And thanks Aaron Gardner and Lindsay Katai for holding down the fort back at home. Thank you all for coming out. This was unbelievable. We really appreciate it. We love you. We love you, Orlando. Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.